0: Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Hiyo a fiery horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hi, Silver! The Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger rides again! One, two, let's
2: go, Victor! One, two, three!
1: The Lone Ranger and Tonto were in the country of the Crow Indians, riding westward along the Bozeman Trail. They didn't suspect that one of the many boulders alongside the trail. Concealed a man and his horse. They were wholly unaware of danger until a slim figure leaped into view, leveled a muzzle loading rifle, and shouted,
0: Man! Hold it, hold it. Take it easy. Blow their head off the first one of you reaches for a gun.
3: Is this a holdup?
0: Yeah, no try any tricks.
3: Kimasabi, I'll handle him, Toto.
0: Be smart and keep your hands high.
3: All right, do as he says. Uh-huh. Easy, easy to cut. Right? Just
0: sudden moving, I'll shoot. I don't mind shooting a mass outlaw.
3: I'm not an outlaw, and you're not going to shoot.
0: Stand where you are.
3: I'll take that rifle.
0: Stop, stop, or I'll shoot.
3: I can see from here that you have no priming cap on that muzzle loader. Why, you? <laughs> Let me have it. <laughs> Why, you? <laughs> yes, that's better. Hey, this is a fine rifle. It's a little outdated, but still a good weapon. But it's useless
0: without a priming cap. Yeah, I know. I use the last of my caps trying to shoot wild turkey. Yeah, I should have known better than to try to run a bluff on a professional gun-slinging outlaw. I told you I'm not an outlaw. Well, that man said Many you're... people are misled by it.
3: Is this your first attempt at a up? Yeah, it is. I don't suppose you believe me, yes, but never... I do believe you. You don't look like a highwayman. What's your name?
0: Well, I... I suppose as long as you have the whip hand, I gotta answer your questions. Well, you don't have to, but you've nothing to lose by it. My name's Wingate, Dave Wingate. I held you up because I need a weapon. I, I hope to borrow one of your guns and some cartridges.
3: This your horse?
0: Yeah, it's mine, and I didn't steal it. How old are you, Dave? I'm 19. My home was in Council Bluffs, and I'm heading for the Gold Coast. Is there anything else you want to know?
3: Yes, I have one more question,
0: Dave. Well, ask it. Then either shoot me or let me go, or do whatever your mind to. Are you hungry? What? Uh, is that your question? Yes. You're doggone right, I'm hungry. Then
3: perhaps you'll share the meal Tonto and I are going to prepare.
1: During the meal, the friendly manner of the Lone Ranger and Tonto won the confidence of Dave Wingate. He volunteered further information about himself. He told about his life in Council Bluffs, the death of his parents... And his love for a girl named Sarah Newton.
0: Sarah's father joined a wagon train to go west. Sarah, of course, had to go with him. So I signed up for the trip.
3: We noticed the tracks of the wagon train. Well, oh, yeah,
0: I've been following those tracks ever since. I... Ever since I was
3: banished. You banished from wagon train? That's a heavy penalty. Did you murder someone? Oh no, no, I didn't do anything
0: wrong. Captain Slate framed me. Captain Slate. The emigrants hired him as guide and wagon master and made him captain of the outfit with full power to enforce the articles of emigration. He ran things in military style and, and posted guards to stand watch every night.
3: The guards are necessary. they are bad Indians on these planes. <laughs>
0: as far as I'm concerned, all Indians are bad. Oh, no, you're
3: wrong, Dave. The Co
0: Indians are friendly.
3: In fact, Chief Thunderbird of the Crow is a good friend of ours. He and his braves have been of great help to the army in fighting the Sioux. Well, I've heard of the Sioux. They're bad. They're deadly enemies of white men. But uh, what about you? You said you'd been framed by Captain Slate.
0: Oh, Oh, yeah. Well, one night I was on guard duty. The sky was overcast, but the moon showed through the clouds for a split second. Just enough to give me a glimpse of someone moving outside the circle of wagons. I went to investigate and saw two men sneaking toward a gully. I followed them. At the bottom of the gully, they met a third man.
3: Could you identify the men?
0: Not by seeing them. It was too dark. But I knew them by their voices. One was Captain Slate. The other, a guide Slate had hired. We knew him as Dakota Dick. The man they met in the gully was an Indian. Well, what tribe? I don't know that, mister. While I listened to the talk, my nose started to tickle. I couldn't help myself. I sneezed. Might mm, give you way. Yeah. The men in the gully were startled, so I called out and told Captain Slate who I was. He and Dakota ran up the side of the gully and grabbed me.
3: Well, what about the Indian?
0: He disappeared in the darkness. Dick was raving mad. He wanted to shoot me on the spot. But Slate said it would be hard to explain the shooting. He had a better way to get rid of me. Get rid of you? Yeah, that's what he said. I couldn't believe I was hearing right. I was even more surprised by what followed. What was that? They disarmed me dragged me into camp, woke up the leaders of the wagon train, and accused me of sleeping on guard duty.
3: According to the articles of immigration,
0: that's punishable by death. Yeah, I know it is, mister. Slate knew it, too. That's why he told a string of lies. He said he'd been inspecting the guard post with Dakota and had found me asleep on duty. Dakota backed his lies. I told my story, but I couldn't prove it.
3: Your story would sound unconvincing.
0: It <laughs> sure did. Besides, Slate was cat, captain. No one could see any cause for him to lie.
3: On the other hand, there was ample motive for you to lie if you had been caught sleeping on duty.
0: No one believed me. Not even Sarah's father. Did he vote to banish you? No. He, he asked the men to give me another chance, but he was overruled. Some of the men, including Slate, wanted to hang me, but the majority voted for banishment. So I was turned away from the wagon train a few days ago. Without food.
3: Banishment in a country like this is practically a death penalty. You're lucky you didn't starve. Oh,
0: Sarah's been leaving little packets of food along the trail. I've been following the wagons and picking it up. (laughs) It's all that kept me alive. Well, you... You don't believe my story, do you? Yes, Dave, I do. There's no
3: reason you tell us what not true. I'm trying to understand why Slate was so eager to kill you.
0: All I can figure is that he likes Sarah... Maybe he thought she'd show interest in him if he got rid of me.
3: Hey, you said Slate and Dick were talking to an Indian.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe them planned something bad. Maybe think you here planned. You think they went there to meet the Indian? It didn't seem that way, Mister. The Indian jabbed at something I couldn't understand. I figured he was a friendly Indian begging for a handout.
3: What gave you that impression?
0: Well, because Slate said, "Mosey along, you Indian, walk on." Slate said that. Yeah. Strange thing to say. Yeah, it sounded odd. And that's why I remembered it. Say it again. Mosey along, you engine. Walk on. no, Kimasabe. Slate talk in Sioux language. Now you listen
4: close to Tonto. See if this what you hear. Mosey on, you in
3: young. Walk on. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Say, are you
0: sure? I'm certain. That's just how it sounded. Why? What does it mean? <clears throat> saddlebags. We have to move plenty fast. I'll help you, Tonto. I I don't understand.
3: You thought Slate said mosey on you. Actually, he used the Indian words mosey on you, which means make attack. Great Scott. And what you thought was Injun walk on was really in walk on.
0: What does that mean?
3: That's what the Indians call Medicine Rock. It's a big rock formation, a landmark
0: some distance to the west. And Slate told that Injun to make an attack at Medicine Rock. He must have met the wagon train. He must be leading those people into an ambush. Why, that double-crosser here in Dakota... Maybe they've already made the attack.
3: Dave, how far ahead of you is the wagon train? Have you any idea?
0: Yeah. I've been staying two or three hours behind it. I've seen it in the distance a few times when I rode over high ground.
3: In that case, we may have time to overtake and warn the pioneers before they reach the rock.
0: Horses ready, keep us up. In. Well, I, I hadn't better go with you.
3: Come on, Dave. We're riding together. Easy. Students. All right. Well, come on. Come on.
1: The covered wagons had been halted at noon to give the pioneers a chance to eat and the horses a chance to rest. When the line was formed to resume the journey west, Captain Slate took his position at the head of the column. He was about to signal for the leading wagon to get underway when Dakota Dick rode up to his side.
4: Hey,
0: Captain Slate!
4: Oh, oh! What's
1: the matter, Dick? Anything wrong? You'd better start the wagons
4: and let them go
0: on. Catch up later. I've got something to show you. What is it? I'd rather show you than tell you. Serious? Mighty serious. All right. Take the lead and hold the course due west. I'll catch
4: up to you. Get up there. Now, Dick, what do you want to show me? We gotta ride back a couple of hundred yards. Get up. Come. Get up there. Everything set for tonight. It is as far as the Sioux renegades are concerned. We'll be waiting at Medicine Rock. Only trouble is we'll have to keep going for several hours after dark to get there. Well, you're the captain. You give the orders. You say the wagons keep rolling, they'll do so. I'll manage it.
0: You sure those redskins won't want the cash as well as everything
4: else? Yeah, they've no use for cash. After the massacre, they'll take the horses, firearms, and whatever else they want. While we collect the cash. Then they'll burn the wagon. If nothing goes wrong. What do you mean? You see, Captain. Goes the last wagon. Jim Newton's out.
0: You haven't been making much headway with Sarah Newton, have you, Captain? Never mind, Sarah Newton. She's still deep in love with Dave Wingett. You forget him. Think so? <laughs> now when do you see. Where are you taking me? Right here, this clump of mesquite. Who there? Who? Who? Oh, I was watching when Sarah Newton came here with a package. Oh. There's her marks proving she was here. A package? I'll get it for you. I already know what's in it. Is it the I sneaked over here and looked while Sarah went to the water hole to fill canteens. It's untied. I didn't bother retying it. What food for winging? Also a note. She's been leaving grub every day, and he's been following along and picking it up.
4: Yeah, and this note she says, "Father's been talking to several of the men. They're sorry for the way they voted and would like
0: to give you another chance." I read it. Kevin. Well, they can't do that. Read right on. He tells Wingate to rejoin the outfit. There'll be a new meeting called and a new vote. I'm in charge of the outfit. Looks like you might lose some authority, Captain, if the men call a new meet. We can't let Wingate
4: return. Dick, ride the back trail until you see Dave Wingate. Right now, Captain? Right now.
0: Is it? I'm on my
4: way. And when you see him, shoot to kill.
0: Get up. <laughs>
1: Dakota Dick rode east along the back trail of the wagon train until he came to the crest of a small hill. Seeing three horsemen in the distance, he drew rein sharply. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He took binoculars from a saddlebag and focused them on the approaching figures. Uh, hey, what? One of the men was Dave Wingate. He was accompanied by an Indian and a masked man.
0: Free against one, that's not for me. Get
1: up, come on, boy. Dick turned his horse and set out at full speed to report to Captain Slate. to continue. Captain Slate was riding just ahead of the line of heavy prairie wagons. When he heard the hoofs of a fast-approaching horse, he turned in the saddle and saw Dakota Dick.
0: Easy, boy. Easy
1: Hey, Captain Slate. Hello, Dick. You made good time.
0: Did you see Winky? I saw him, but I didn't get close enough to shoot. Why not? It would have been suicide. He had two men with him. There was no place handy to wait in ambush, and if I'd shot him, one of his pals would have got me.
4: Two men with him, you say?
0: Yeah. I think one wore a mask. The other was an Indian. An Indian? That's right. I don't know what tribe. But I'll say this. They were coming this way fast as if they meant to overtake the wagons.
4: Maybe the Indian interpreted what Wingate overheard. Or maybe one of the Sioux renegades double-crossed it. If
0: Wingate gets here and talks to some of the men, he could wreck our plans.
4: He's not going to talk to anyone. How's that? Listen, Dick. James brothers have no use for Wingate. I know that. They voted to hang him. They've hated him ever since he caught him cheating at cards. What about it? Look. Ride back to the Ames wagon. Tell Joe and Lefty that Wingate is out for revenge and is coming after us yes. with a couple of killers. Tell them to pull out a line, and fall behind the other wagon. Aye, savvy. Then you stay with him. That'll make three rifles. When you see Wingate and his pals, you know what to yes. do. We'll
0: drop them before they know what hit them.
4: Get yeah, up, come. <laughs>
1: Joe and Lefty Ames welcomed the chance to deal personally with Dave Wingate. They drew their canvas covered wagon out of line and soon were lagging far behind the others. Dakota Dick rode alongside the wagon that belonged to the Ames brothers. Lefty Ames drove, holding the reins in one hand and his rifle in the other, and Joe Ames sat in the rear of the wagon watching the back trail. He was tense and his hands trembled nervously on his ready rifle.
4: See anything yet, Joe?
1: No, not yet.
4: Be sure to let me know when those three are in sight. I'll stop the team and we'll all fire at once.
2: I'll let you know. I know what I'm supposed to do. You don't need to tell me.
4: All right, all right. Don't get sore.
2: I I can't see as far as I'd like to. How's that? So many big boulders around here. If the country was open like it was this morning, I'd be able to see them critters, and they're a couple of miles away.
4: Ah, you can see far enough.
2: Yeah. Lefty, is your rifle ready?
4: Of course
2: it is. You checked it, didn't you?
4: Yeah, I checked it.
2: Well, how about Dakota Dick? Is he still with us?
4: Of course he's with us.
2: I can't see him from back here. He's
4: riding alongside. Good. Hey, Lefty. Now what?
2: Did Dakota Dick make sure his rifle's loaded?
4: Certainly he did. What's the matter with you, Joe? You act as nervous as a cat.
2: Well, I never shot a man before. I hope we don't get into trouble. Trouble? Well, what do you mean? Trouble with the law. For shooting three men.
4: Well, you blame fool. Captain Slater's the law as far as we're concerned. He's like the captain of a ship at sea. What he says goes. Those men are coming to attack us, aren't they? Well, that's what Dakota
2: Dick said. Of course they are. We're shooting them in self-defense. Yeah. Well, maybe Newton and some of gets other friends won't see it that way. Well, they'll never know what happened. The other wagons are too far ahead of us. Lefty! I see them! No, there, are I see oh, them! I see them! They're coming
0: fast! Are you blame fools! There they are! Why didn't you shoot when they're so far away? What's the idea of firing before we're ready? They're stopping the horses! Now we all gotta shoot! Why didn't you let them get close? Open fire on them! And they're ducking for the cover of rocks! Sure they are, you crazy, trigger-happy fool! You tipped them off, now we gotta let them go! What? How about going back to get them? No, Joe, you spoiled it by shooting too soon. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I guess I sort of lost my head. Well, anyhow, they know we're gunning for them. They'll probably stay away.
1: From the rocks behind which they had taken refuge, the Lone Ranger, Tonto, and Dave Wingate watched the distant prairie schooner move away. They were shooting at us. There's no doubt of that.
3: Several of the bullets struck the ground nearby. Plenty Foolish.
0: Them fire so soon. We're sure of one thing. They're not going to let me get back to the wagon train.
3: So it seems, Dave. We
0: can't warn those people of an ambush. They'll all be massacred.
3: What can we do? I have an idea. Chief Thunderbird and the tribe of Friendly Crow Indians are in a valley just a few miles to the northwest. They'll help us.
0: You said Chief Thunderbird was a friend of yours. Uh,
3: Tonto, you and Dave ride in a big half circle and get ahead of the wagon train and scout the area of Medicine Rock. Oh. Find out if the sewer are waiting and report to me at Thunderbird's camp. Uh, you go there now? Yes. I'll outline my plan to Thunderbird so he'll have his men ready to ride when we give the word. big of... I'm there. One silver!
1: Riding hard, the masked man soon reached the valley, where Chief Thunderbird and his braves were camped. A friendly Indian listened to the Lone Ranger's plan. His face wrinkled in a grin of approval. He said, Me
3: tell Bray. I'm not sure your help will be needed, Chief Thunderbird. But if Tonto brings in a report that the Sioux are waiting in ambush. We may
2: be ready.
1: Chief Thunderbird gave orders that at first surprised and then amused his followers. In response, the Indians stripped off buckskin shirts and headdress. They applied war paint to their skin and fixed feathers in their hair. Presently, they no longer looked like friendly Crow Indians. They looked like savage renegade Sioux. In due time, Toto and Dave Wingate rode into the Crow village and found the lone ranger waiting at the side of the chief. Dave was wide-eyed.
0: I thought you said these Indians were crows. They
3: are, Dave. But they're made up to resemble the Sioux.
0: They look just like the ones we saw.
3: Then you did see them?
0: Oh, yeah.
4: We see plenty bad Indian in ambush at Medicine
2: Rock.
3: Hear that, Chief Thunderbird? Oh, ah, me here, me glad. Me tell men, Mount Horse, get ready for warpath. Come,
0: are these engines going to attack the Seward Medicine Rock?
3: No, Dave. They're going to attack the wagon train.
0: Oh, oh no, no, you can't do not that. It's
3: not to be a real attack, but it'll look like one. The Indians will not hurt anyone. But the
0: people on the train? If they think it's real, they'll fire at the engines. Eh? The Indians
3: will try to avoid injury. What about us? We'll ride with the Indians and stay in the background until the right moment.
2: Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it.
3: Be ready now. Then let's go. Easy. Steady,
4: be cool. steady, steady boy. Steady, huh? oh. 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 oh.
1: The wagons were still rolling westward at dusk. Captain Slate led the line of march held his horse close to that of Dakota Dick, who had just ridden up from the rear of the column. Dick, are there
4: many complaints because we didn't stop at sundown? Yeah, a few, Captain. But I told him
0: you wanted to reach a place you know of where there was good water. <laughs> that satisfied? Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. As
4: long as none of the wagons drop out of line. Yeah. Well, we're going to be another two, three hours reaching Medicine Rock. Yeah, I know it. But when we get there, <laughs> things will happen. Captain, Indians coming from the north. Now, those your friends. Well, they must be there soon. What
0: are they doing this far from Medicine Rock?
4: I don't know. Unless the chief figured we wouldn't yeah. reach Medicine Rock tonight. It's an attack! They're Stay close right. to me, Dick. Take the wagons in a circle and fight to the end. Now hold your fire and I give the word!
1: While the pioneers worked desperately to form the wagons into a tight circle and prepare for the fight, Slate and Dakota Dick sat on their horses some distance away. They watched the wagons being formed and watched the shouting Indians.
0: Slate, those Indians have stopped advancing. They spread out and started gunfire.
1: Yeah, the fools, why don't they attack? I figured on joining them when they
4: got close. Hey, Slate! Yeah. Here comes Newton.
0: Newton! Get back inside the circle of
4: wagons! You do come! Stay out in the open, you'll be killed. Never mind us. You've got
0: as much ride inside the wagon circle as the rest of us. Come on. What are we do, Slate? We can't go back to the wagons. We might get hit by a stray bullet. We're riding over to join the Sioux. To join the Sioux? Yeah, now
4: you know, Newton. Doesn't matter, he'll die with the others. Slate, you mean... Cut him up. Why, you double-crossing... Oh! That's it. Now let's get going. Get, get up, up come there. On. Come
2: on. Come
1: on. Newton quickly regained his feet and hurried to the wagons to report what he had learned of Slate and Dick. Meanwhile, the schemers reached the ranks of the Indians, and then the gunfire and the shouting ceased. Ho, 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 ho. Slate and Dick were surprised at the sudden silence. Then they were more surprised. The Indians who closed hey, in around hey, them were hey, not hey, Renegade Sioux. Hey.
4: hey, what's this mean? Who are you? Slate. There's Wingate. Oh, Slate. And a masked man. You
3: showed your colors, Slate.
0: Wingate. This masked man, these Indians, what's this mean? It means that you and Dakota have been exposed to what you are. These are crow engines. This mouth,
3: both of you. Crow engines. <laughs> Chief Thunderbird and his men dressed like Sue so you and Dakota would be tricked into showing your true colors. I'll cover them, Dave, while you and Toto tie their hands. You through with us now, Kimo sabi Yes, Chief Thunderbird. Once more, the white people are indebted to you. Then we go. Take care of Sue at Medicine Rock. Uh,
4: Wingate, wait, listen. Let me explain. David.
0: Oh, uh, that rope's too tight. Need plenty tank
4: ropes.
1: The Indians were glad of the chance to ride to battle against their hated enemies, the Sioux renegades. They raced away, leaving the Lone Ranger, Tonto, and Dave Wingate with the two prisoners. By the time the last of the Indians had gone, a group of horsemen approached from the circle of wagons with Newton in the lead. When Newton saw Dave Wingate and the prisoners, he shouted, It's
0: Dave Wingate! He's already got the steam and pole cap captured in time! You men, hold your fire! These guys were double crossing you. they crooks.
3: I didn't know they were crooks, Dave. They come to the hall of us being Now we're through here, Tono. Let's go
0: to our horses. Oh, 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 oh. Newton, Jackson, you others, I have a lot to tell you. Now I can clear myself. Save it, Dave, until we get back to the wagons with these polecats. Just answer one question before we start Who's that mash man? He's the man who exposed these crooks, saved my neck, and prevented the massacre to everyone on that wagon train. He's the Lone Ranger. Yeah. I'm
1: This is a feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated, and directed by Charles D. Livingston. Tonight's drama was written by Fran Stryker. The part of The Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer.